0: Hangman is drinking, Moxley's bleeding, and based on his shirt, MJF is banging. Buckle up after buzzers; it's gonna be a good one.
1: I'm Maria Menounos, and you're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now,
0: ah, uh, yes, ladies and gentlemen. We're coming to you live from the world-famous AfterBuzz TV studios in sunny Los Angeles, California. And have we got a show for you. (laughs) We've got all of the dust-ups and pisticuffs of the crazy evening of Bash at the Beach. But before we get started... Allow me to introduce the amazing panel I get to work with today. To the far, far left of me, he is the law doctor himself. The international super scout checking out wrestling all over the globe. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing Roger Corral.
2: Thank you. Thank you.
0: And next to him... She is our indie super scout, checking out all the wrestlers that you don't know you're going to know in the years to come. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing Anissa Barr. That's me. That's her. And of course, hailing from inside the booth, he is the super producer himself. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Josh Alonzo.
2: Oh, sorry, I'm on Spanish Raw mode. It's my bad.
0: And of course, I am your benevolent host, Fancy Jack Farmer. And we had quite the show tonight. Bash at the Beach is back, and I am all about it. But how did you guys feel?
2: I felt nostalgic. It felt nice. I want a T-shirt with a bash at the beach on it. Like it looked cool. I want some sand. I want the whole deal. It looked great.
1: Yeah, this is a good show. I enjoyed it. Um, never, really, I wasn't. I don't. I mean, maybe I was alive during bash at the beach <laughs> back day. That. But <laughs> it's good to relive it in 2020.
2: This is like my 20th bash at the beach. <laughs> <laughs> right,
0: right, I know. Uh, yeah, Roger, you made a great point. That logo for bash at the beach would age very well on a shirt yeah. as well. Like you could wear oh, that, and you could wear it for years to come, and it would just look cool. Pro Wrestling Tees, get on it. You don't even have to cut me in on the deal. <laughs> just send me a shirt. Roger, too. It was his idea, after all. I'll take one. Um, but, uh, yeah, this this was so much fun. Uh, as a huge Bash the Beach fan growing up, again, it was WCW's one. They would called it one of their biggest ones. I thought it was actually their biggest one every
2: year. Well, this is where the NWO was created.
0: Yes. It doesn't
2: get better than that,
0: yeah, that was one of, that was like the biggest moment in my time <laughs> in your as life, a, as in my life. <laughs> so, uh, someday I'll be at the pearly gates. And I'll be like, well, there was the birth of my child, there was my marriage, but the NWO was really where it all uh, it all clicked for me. The third man, the third man. Uh, yeah, lots and lots of, of really cool stuff. We ended the night though. With a match between uh, Pack and Darby Allen, with. Um I believe the winner was going on to face Moxley for the number one contendership. Yeah. Um, on a
2: cruise next
0: week. On a cruise. The Rock and Rager. Yeah. Which I don't know. I think my, I think my invite got lost in the mail. Um, so I Jericho, think all our invites Jericho, got lost in
1: the mail.
0: Jericho, don't sweat it. Next Ooh, year, happens. make sure. I'll, I'll give, yeah, I think you have my old address. Um, but uh, this was such a cool match. They always say styles make matches. And these two have great chemistry together, I thought. How did you guys feel about this one?
2: Yeah, we were just talking about this. Darby has great legs, by the way. Like, we, we were just talking about this.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> His.
2: I know. Yeah. I'm not sure if that's where the conversation was supposed to go. <laughs> we
1: were talking about like, his
0: ring gear. My,
2: my notes said <laughs> talk about his legs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but. I thought this was a great opportunity for Darby Allin to, again, showcase that he's the main eventer. I know he hasn't pulled out many wins in these in these big matches, but he's shown that he could keep up. And this was another great example. Like, the crowd was really into it the whole time.
0: The crowd was insane today. Mm-hmm. They were into everything.
2: Oh, that's true. I mean,
0: they were in Miami. Until the Nightmare Collective showed up. Until the uh, night, Collective. <laughs> yeah, that was, that's a tease. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. But... Uh, uh, Anisa, how do you feel about this match? You know, Pack is uh, a, someone I really, really enjoy, as well as Darby Allen. Darby, I'm guessing matches your style a little bit more, but how do yeah. you feel about these two going at it?
1: Um, I thought this was a good match. I mean, it's not something we get to see uh, Darby, Russell, obviously, um, Pac. So for me, I thought this was a good match between them. Um, I did hope that Darby Allen would have won this match, but I feel Darby Allen at this moment is not ready for the AEW title. I feel as he, I feel AEW needs a title, like like another We need a mid-card title. For, title. Like a mid-card yeah. title, and I feel that that would be good for Darby Allen if they had a mid-card title.
2: You're it,
0: right. It does feel like they need something for a lot of these guys who are there, but yeah. there's just not room in the main event yet.
1: Yeah, I personally feel Darby Allin needs a title and, and so he could have something else to hold instead of a skateboard.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the uh, yeah, Darby Allin, this is one of those times when it, it happens rarely in wrestling, but it this is one of those times where I felt even though he didn't win, he still looked strong after this match.
2: And that's hard to do. That's hard to do. I mean, one of the big complaints in wrestling, like, amongst fans, is whenever someone starts losing a lot. I mean, we had that discussion with Kenny Omega, you know, all of last year. I feel like that when someone starts losing, it's hard to keep momentum. And you're right. He's a perfect example of someone that losses don't matter. They don't matter with him.
0: I think... Do you think it's because he shows so much heart in all of his matches? Like, he takes a beating. He got that powerbomb...
2: Onto the steel steps. He was a champ for taking that yeah. power. Someone said he was a champ for taking that power bump somewhere in here, and I don't know who said it, but I agree. Like that, he takes some big bumps. He reminds me a lot of Jeff Hardy. Actually, I feel like it's someone. Mm. Jeff Hardy was a perfect example of someone that everyone rooted for, regardless of wins or losses. Yeah, and he kind of has the same frame, the same type of style as well. So I don't know. He, he reminds me of him.
0: Mm. I think, and, and a lot like Jeff Hardy, Jeff Hardy flirted with the main event for a long time before he got there. And when he finally got there, it really, he really got a big groundswell of support after that. And people really loved yeah. it and they really appreciated it. I think when Darby's time comes, and it's coming, he yeah. will, yeah. I, he's a star, he will get there. When it comes, people are going to love it. I, agree. I think it's going to be a huge moment for them.
2: I think that moment will come for him, maybe on a boat next week.
0: Maybe I mean. <laughs> uh, now. Now, of course, pack one. Oh, I really want to just—I like shouting out interesting moves. I loved. I don't know if you'd call it like a Texas cloverleaf pin or something that Darby did. Oh yeah, like or a, a sharpshooter pin, or I don't know how you would call that. But he did the the figure four leg pin.
2: I want it to work. Like I, yeah. I, I wanted to actually result in a three count one day because yeah. it, it was, it was. I was like, it, it felt like he was about to do a submission, but then the ref started counting, and I was like, oh, this is yeah. different.
0: That was really cool. I would love to see him do that as a finisher. Oh, the coffin drop is so cool. Yeah,
2: you? oh, I love it. I don't
0: want to. I don't. I don't want to get rid of the coffin drop. Yeah. He has a similar
2: move where he throws himself kind of like a topes suicida through the middle rope, and he just yeah. throws himself like back first. Right, that's his thing.
0: Yeah. So. Uh, now, next week, Pack is going to go against Moxley for the number one contendership to Jericho's championship. Uh, now, he said Moxley's out. He says <laughs> Moxley's done. I love this strategy. Pack. you're a smart man. Why have the match when you don't need to have the match? Um, he says he's going after Jericho, How do you guys feel that match is going to play out? It feels like Jericho's obviously been building towards a Moxley match, so it it kind of feels like that's the way things are going, but Pac seems pretty unbeatable.
2: I like I like the idea of I mean you mentioned it last week. There's no simple one on one feuds going on in AEW. And mm-hmm. I like that. Because there's the slight chance that Pac does get involved in the world title scene. Yeah. And I, I like not knowing, you know, it's not so predictable every week. And not only not only that aspect, but I like the fact that, you know, the storyline has kind of been building between Moxley and Pac. You know, they had the first draw. In AW history, what was it like? Two months ago, three months mm-hmm. ago. So they've been building towards this, and again, I think sometimes you, we forget some of these matches, but they've laid the foundation for all of this, and it's paying off.
0: Hmm. Yeah. So Anissa, just how bad is Pat going to beat Moxley next week?
1: Mm-hmm. Get oh
0: Get my it. god! Get <laughs> <You can't lose. laughs> She's giddy.
1: You can't lose. Are you a Pack fan? I never really was. I mean, prior to like in the Indies and stuff, I, I wasn't like the biggest, but I mean, I do like his in-ring work.
0: Did I you do. follow him in the Indies a lot?
1: A little bit. A little bit? Just a little bit.
0: Because <laughs> I know, I do know that when you follow someone from the ground floor, you're, you're definitely connected a yeah. little bit more. Yeah, There's yeah, definitely yeah. that uh, love for them a bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, I
2: do think he's more yeah. of a boy type of wrestler, yeah. if that makes yeah. sense. Like, I, I don't see him a boy.
0: Well, okay, I, it's hard I get, to explain. I, I, get what, I get what you mean, but it's, it's just a funny way to explain it. It's yeah. hard
2: to explain because I don't think little kids are dying to see Pac. I don't think women are dying to see Pac. I think he's a very fanboy type of wrestler. Yeah. I'm not sure if that's good or bad, but I, that's a feeling I get. He's a very smooth wrestler. Everything he does looks very crisp and,
0: and clean. It, it's very well done and very well executed. And I think
1: it's because of the British style that, he, that that's who he is.
0: <laughs> British he, people. You know? Yeah. Josh, Josh in the booth. Uh, do you think Pat can do more pull-ups or more push-ups? Uh, I don't know. I need to
2: do a mount, I need to do whatever he's doing. I need to do a mount I just want to be like that all around. But yeah. um, Pack is stacked. He's stacked. Packed, he's definitely stacked. Pack. Let's just stack.
1: Pack. It. New T-shirt.
2: You know, I tried doing a pull-up a few weeks ago, and I I couldn't. I couldn't. So, mad props, Pack. Same. Yeah.
0: Uh, Points are overrated. Yeah,
2: that's you know, what I have, say. Who
0: needs them? What have they ever done for me? <laughs> uh so uh so of course as I mentioned, uh, Pack had said that uh Moxley's not going to be able to make it uh because he was injured and that injury occurred earlier in the night after a match that Moxley had with Sammy Guevara. Now the I thought this match before we get into the the after shenanigans <laughs> the the match I thought was really good and Anissa you and I were chatting uh obviously I know you're a Moxley fan so you're always going to sway a little a little mox yes. a but, little mox uh, but uh, Sammy Guevara has grown as a performer has he not
1: yeah and I was mentioning it to you before um this is totally Chris Jericho mm-hmm. with with what Sammy's yeah. doing You know, seeing from Sammy a little bit in the indies and then now doing AEW, I feel as he's evolved very well and being under Chris Jericho's wing really evolved and elevated him to the next level as being a heel. Mm -hmm. What I do really like about Sammy is that he can take any uh flips or you know move and he can make it like it was the worst thing in the world for him yeah yeah like when mox did that little move and he pretty much flipped him over and it looked like he landed on his head and if sammy cavara is really good at selling
0: yes which as a as a, you know in his role is important because that's the part we like about him is yeah. he's getting beaten yeah. up uh Roger, how do you th- how do you feel about young Sammy Guevara?
2: He's grown so much on me. Like wow. he really he's a must-watch name now and I I enjoy him thoroughly. Like I I, I was in awe of kind of seeing his demeanor. He kind of I feel like he's what Jericho wanted to be in WCW. Oh wow.
0: Mm, I Good I point. like that.
2: Yeah. And I I think you're right. I think this is all Jericho. I think Jericho has such an eye for talent. And anywhere he goes, I think he tries to put people over. And I think he's done a phenomenal job with Sammy.
0: Yeah, he's, as we've said before on the show, everyone who seems to interact with Jericho comes out looking better.
2: Yeah, Yeah, I need to get in touch with Jericho. Yeah,
0: Jericho, again, (laughs) the ticket got lost in the mail. No sweat. Next time, I'll be there. And I want
1: to add to this with Sammy. I think that he shouldn't be... A face.
0: Ever. Like, ever. Because <laughs> ever. he's
1: so good at being a heel, especially with his generation of the vlogging, of, you know, all that, all the social media stuff. He's so good at it, I don't think being, a, I can't see him as a baby face.
2: It makes you want, it makes you hate him. Like, yeah. yeah, he's great. He's te- he's terrible. He's great. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: so, yeah, I'm. I've become a huge Sammy Guevara fan, and I didn't think I would, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. But I think what he does is great. Uh, Anissa, I always want to make sure I give you at least a little bit of time to talk about Moxley. One thing I want to add, though, is that uh, I loved the Goldberg-esque Moxley chants before he came out.
1: <laughs> yeah! 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 That, that was pretty cool. You heard that, John?
2: Yeah, so... Because Goldberg's your other favorite wrestler, right? No. <laughs> Again, we have a lot of discussions behind the scenes. Right yeah, there. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: I could know. I, I don't even need to ask Daniel Goldberg. But how do you think he came came across it? How do you how do you feel about his performance uh, today, Moxley?
1: I thought it was really really good. Um, it's it's not. It's where we get to see John Russell, someone like Sammy. Um, we mentioned uh, while we were watching the way Sammy hit him um, on the edge of the of the ring, landed him, and it looked really bad. And we discussed it, like, well, do you think is that a shoot? Like, is John going to go back and like give him a shoot? <laughs> not, but I. But we both agree like yeah. John's probably not that type of dude. <laughs> but um, I do believe that John is very. Um, how do I say this, pretty much evolving into what he's not really used to when it comes to these types of wrestlers' different styles. Mm -hmm. He's wrestling guys that do lucha styles, you know, British strong style, Japanese strong style. He's not – I've never really seen him wrestle in those type of styles, but for me, I'm really enjoying what he's um, doing.
2: That's a good point.
0: Yeah, he's grown a lot too, I think, just because he's been working in different places and – yeah, I agree. You're starting to see him do a lot more cool stuff. He's he's really coming along as a bit of the uh, an X factor for AEW. Uh, and I wanted to add real quick, uh, every company has those guys that have been going at it throughout the whole run of the company, and someday I think we're going to look back and say Sammy Guevara and Darby Allin are the yeah. two that have always been feuding and, and hate each other. They haven't really feuded yet, but I think that because of their age and their talent level, those guys yeah. are going to be the two that are constantly going at it. Uh, real quick, because uh, we've been on this topic for a little bit long, but I do want to touch on Jericho and the inner circle beating up Moxley. I love that Jericho took off a, a little spike and stabbed him.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I always get queasy with that, because yeah, it, it gets a little too real. Yeah, yeah. I loved it. <laughs>
0: there, there was that part like, oh, he got, like, he, he got him in the eye. He got him in the eye, man. <laughs>
2: I keep going back to Jeff Hardy, but he had a match with Randy Orton several months ago where they did the ear thing. Yeah. Um,
1: That was a couple of years ago.
2: Oh, was it? Oh, well. It
1: feels like a
0: year ago. The years are going by.
2: Time flies. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But stuff like that makes me queasy because I feel like, you know, one wrong move and Moxie suddenly doesn't have an eye.
0: Speaking of not having an eye, (laughs) we do not have a pair of eyes that belongs to Jessica O'Connor who usually lets everyone know where to find us. So instead, this time... The person who's gonna go ahead and tell you all about that is going to be Me. Josh Alonzo in the booth. Oh. No, no oh. You, you can do it, you can do it any side. I don't know, I was just picking it. Josh, it you wanna do it? No. no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um well thank you guys for watching us here on YouTube at Afterbuzz uh TV wrestling and sports, as well as listening to us on iTunes. Give us that five stars because this is a five star show. So is AEW because hello, they're going through 2023 for TNA. I mean TNT. Sorry, wrong company. (laughs) But what I'm gonna say is, please uh, thank you so much for subscribing us. Thank you everyone in the chat: Dylan, Brent, External Shockwave, Eric, Dang Dang MQ, MQ, and Joseph Bozov. And I'm sure we have many more in the chat. But Super Friday, keep going, keep chatting with us. Super Friday, thank you so so much. Oh, yeah. we got a $5 Super Chat?
2: Yeah. yeah. Let's... Super Friday, AEW, whatever happened to predictability, the milkman, the paperboy, the evening TV, you just got bullhoused. Oh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: we are the ESPN of TV
0: Talk. There you go. Yes. We... <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, um, so yeah, thank you guys all for being in there, and um, I also want to take a moment real quick to shout out the NXT crew who was on right before us. They let me get to join their show for a little bit. It was an absolutely fun time. If you watch NXT, you definitely need to check them out, and if you don't watch NXT, do yourself a favor. Watch the after show and see if it sounds like a show you want to follow. It's very easy. It's at TV. I'm going to be there. You should be there, too. Uh, that said, we're going to go <laughs> to what we call topic two. And that is the opening match. And this External was... External
2: shockwaves said Jack jumped ship. Just I went. am the uh, the Rick Rude of... <laughs> I mean, <my> <laughs> <laughs> Making history. Making history. Uh, <laughs> Jack betrayed us. Oh, man. <laughs> their comments are starting to come in. What? <laughs>
0: Uh so uh well maybe maybe I just talked about how great we are. You have to go check out the show. Wait, to wait, find
1: don't out. bag on Jack. We guys we know you guys go to the NXT chat too. Come yeah. on. Oh my
2: yeah. god. Yeah. This is awkward. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so uh speaking of opening matches <laughs> uh Proud and Powerful, The Young Bucks, The Best Friends, and Hangman and Omega. This was set. The best part. Coming to get it on. Uh, so uh, I do this song for karaoke all the time, by the way. Uh, this um this was such an exciting match. This was so much fun. It was a great way to kick off the show.
2: Roger, walk me through it. One, oh well, that's all right. One of my fa- one of my favorite <laughs> tag team matches I've in recent memory. Like nonstop goodness. I like that the Elite were working with each other. I like mm-hmm. I liked all the moon salts. I, I can't even keep up. It was a long match too. It was like a twenty yeah. minute match, and I, I like the results. I like. Kenny Omega and Hangman really needed this one because, again, I feel like that's been a complaint amongst uh, fans of both wrestlers and the company. Yeah. And everyone came out looking like a million bucks. It was phenomenal.
0: I absolutely 100% agree. Anissa, did you uh, have anything to take away from this?
1: Yeah, Orange Cassidy.
0: Oh, my God. I for, oh, That guy is right. so over. He's so over. I have a question for the you great. that a, buddy, a few buddies posed to me. Could Orange Cassidy be in the main event?
1: Yes. Yeah,
2: he can.
0: You think could he be a world champion? Oh yeah. Without without breaking his character, without changing who he is.
1: Uh, yeah, because I've seen Orange Cassidy do what he do, but when, do do what he does in the ring as his character. But when you give him the orange juice, <laughs> he's the same guy, but he's pumped up a little bit more with that pulp. There,
2: <laughs> do you ever think that someone would try to sabotage Orange Cassidy? They might not give him orange juice, but instead give him, like, cranberry juice or apple juice or anything. I don't food. think that works on no, it. No, no. That's
1: a good, uh, good, maybe future storyline. A
2: good future storyline. Unless he <laughs> yeah. was, like, vitamin C Cassidy. The, the man's all about oranges. The
0: that's the trick all along. <laughs> it's just the vitamin C. He can take a vitamin and it does everything it's supposed to do, but, uh... The crowd was in love Insane. with Hangman Page, no. by the way. When Hangman, like the Hangman ch- Chance, were crazy, the match was on fire the whole time. I am loving this weird dynamic of like Hangman almost not caring because he's like he's drinking. He's, he cares, but he's like he's like loose about it. He's <laughs> yeah, you know. I like I like a sloppy page. I think
2: it's good. I feel like there's pain behind the eyes, so I, I, I feel Aww, like. That <laughs> <so sweet. laughs> I feel like it, it It sounds like he's relaxed and he's just having a few drinks. Mm-hmm. But if you're drinking on the job, something's going on. And I think we, mm-hmm. we should investigate further. His friends should investigate further.
1: Yeah, I mean, I see what your point on the way he's handling it. Because, like, you know, we've seen people drink on the job in wrestling. <laughs> and they take it to mm-hmm. a different way. But I'm still curious to know what type of storyline are they telling to us about hangman hey page are they going to an alcoholic uh storyline or a depression storyline because it seems to me that it just doesn't really do good with him yeah. having a drink it makes it seem so sad especially what happened backstage with scu it,
2: it's just so I think there's pain, guys. I, I think it.
0: that's the story is I think he's slowly gonna become the we've all been out, we've had the friend that drank too much, and right. then you're like kind of on the hook for all their ridiculousness. But,
1: but, but, but what what I'm saying and
0: that's what at least that's what my friends tell me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, we're gonna party with you. <laughs> but what I'm saying is what are they trying to tell their audience? I'm trying to look it at two different ways as Someone who's never seen this before, with my family and kids or whatever, interested in wrestling. What are they trying to tell us as a family about this wrestler drinking? And then as a a wrestling fan, I kind of understand it because I've seen this before.
2: I think there's a difference. I, I fully agree. I feel like when Stone Cold came out and would have a drink. It was fun. Right. I didn't see pain in his eyes. I feel like when Hangman drinks, he he never smiles. He has it during. It feels like he's doing it to cope with a lack of friendship that he's having with the elite.
0: Right, and I think that's what's going to drive them apart. And I'm I'm all for it because I think. Those two are so exciting. I am absolutely... I'm buying all the merchandise on (laughs) Hangman Page and Kenny Omega, and I am so excited for that match. I'm even more excited now that they had that little run-in backstage because I think Hangman is going to do some things that are not friendly, Mm. and it's going to make Kenny Omega put Kenny Omega in a weird spot yeah. and it's going to start to build some conflict there. I'm I'm hoping or or maybe they'll do something surprising and different and I'm going to be even more excited about it. But <laughs> I absolutely am am really into that. Like I'm I'm very much into seeing what they do next.
2: It's funny, a part of me doesn't want to see them fight amongst each other. I feel like right. I have such a bond with the elite group that made this company happen for me that I don't want anything bad to happen.
1: But I feel like that's we're going to eventually see that. I know.
2: I yeah. know.
0: But that isn't that what like, isn't that great storytelling that you're emotionally involved in what's happening? It's oh, yeah. Yeah. it's like when the Avengers were started breaking up during <laughs> Civil War, spoiler
2: alert. Uh that was all Bucky's fault, by the way. That was don't you okay. dare besmirch Bucky!
1: <laughs> I've never seen any Avengers movie, so whatever.
2: It's all Bucky. Civil War Bucky was
0: cool. Then he went downhill. Uh, the, so, uh, so yeah, lots of fun stuff there. Uh, but moving on, we do have to touch on the women's tag team match. Uh, <laughs> Come in to get it on. Uh,
2: do we Jack? If you, uh,
0: <laughs> if you if you're watching at home or listening at home, please do me a favor and say come in and get it along get it on along with me during that drop <laughs> uh, it would just it would just feel it'd be fun if we all sang along it'd be a good moment uh, there were some moments to this that got a little tweet worthy, but overall, I like to pull from the positives here. I thought Mel looked massive and came off as a legit threat in the women's division, yeah. I really liked how Brandy only tagged in when <laughs> the the getting was good, and then when that wasn't the case, she tried to run away. And
2: She's like that bratty kid, like yes. in elementary school, that would like beat you up and then run away and tell the teacher that you beat her up. Yeah. Is, was that just me? I don't know. But she's, was-
0: <laughs> she's, she's great. I think she's, I think she's amazing. I know she gets, you know, I know there's mixed feelings about this whole Nightmare <laughs> Collective thing. Where do you guys fall in the Nightmare Collective? How do you guys feel about it?
1: I'm I'm enjoying it. I feel I personally I hope this is Brandy's all idea when it comes to the women's division and her like I'm hope I'm hoping her and other women are producing these matches and producing these segments with the women because it's something that I feel that we all kind of need to see. Um obviously Brandy is doing amazing. I really like the way she tags because we don't really get to see Brandy Mm Russell and it's very rare. So her doing that, I feel makes um, her team look a little more stronger
0: Do you think, I know it's been said in our chat very often, if you're not part of the live chat, if you have the opportunity, definitely check us out on YouTube as we're live. There's Uh, a lot
2: of comments of come in and get it on in the chat, by the way.
0: (laughs) Oh, thank you, guys. I appreciate that. So I know there's always comments about uh, Brandy eventually wanting to be the women's champion herself. Do you think she's going to make a play for the title herself, or do you think she's going to maintain more of a kind of in the back managerial role or cowardly tag team partner
2: i don't know man right.
1: <laughs> i think it's a little too soon um but i think along the lines if they played the storyline correctly i think brandy's gonna end up being the women's champion eventually and have you know everyone
0: do the dirty work for her I love those kind of heels. Those are great. Yeah. I'm all about it.
2: Pope Tay TV said, we don't need to see this at all. Cut it out. Oh. So, nah. Strong. strong. <laughs> she came in, that person came in strong.
0: That's
2: how you feel. <laughs> <laughs> like, get me out of here. That was just startle <laughs> uh,
0: So, uh, I, you know, I think, I think it's great. I think... <laughs> They have done a really good job of building the women's division. I think there's definitely still work to do, but I think they're doing a great job, especially for anyone who checked out AEW Dark this week. Uh, Nyla Rose and Shayna had a match that was pretty good, and they kept the fight going into the backstage, and so I think they're starting to get a lot more things going with the women's division. I do feel like it was kind of starting from a dead stop a little bit. Like they, they, I think they had some plans and then decided to move in a different direction, so it's it's pivoting, but I think it's pivoting in the right way.
2: I think there's a, a fear of where it could go. Um, so Dang MQ was saying, I think the fear is that Brandy will Stephanie McMahon this and credit herself for everything in the women's division. So. I
0: don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe. I, well, I, I don't You know, hope. the way I look at it is as long as I'm entertained, I don't yeah. care who takes credit for it. I'll take credit for it if you want me to. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm happy to take credit for good things. But uh, if if it's uh you know, as long as I'm entertained, I don't care if she's if, if Stephanie's I don't know. No, you're right. Yeah. I think as
2: long as you're entertained, that's what's important. The problem is, are we entertained?
0: So far, at the very at the very least, I will say I will say this. At the very least, when this these kind of segments come on, I am interested to see how it plays out. It's know. definitely not a boring, like okay, this is going to be a thing. Like you, you, I do go, oh okay, Mel's wrestling. This is interesting. Okay, Brandy's wrestling. That's interesting. You know, uh, Hikaru is wrestling. Statlander. Like I'm, yeah. I'm nah. I am actually interested in it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're not, not a Hikaru fan? No, Statlander.
2: Oh. I'm telling you, this, this division is really controversial because I feel like there's a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. And I think we're going to be discussing this for a while. And like you said, I mean, we're we're interested in the fact that we're even discussing this. I think that's good.
0: Yeah. I see big things for the women's division. I think it's gonna be amazing. Uh, and I like where it's going. Yeah. Speaking of liking where things are going, we had a three man tag team match play up. A lot of uh, team Say <laughs> Stay with me guys. i coming to get it on. I can feel you guys joining in with me. Uh, Butcher sure, and no, Blade, I anyway. no, I Butcher and Blade, and MJF versus QT Marshall, Dustin Rhodes, and DDP. Bang bang, bang bang, bang bang. Oh, um. Uh, so, uh, I
2: like the Butcher and the Blade. I'm just going to say it. I like the weird thing the Butcher was doing, marching around the ring before it started. Oh, I like that. It reminded that was- me of my wrestling days. So yeah. I wrestled in high school, and that was <laughs> the workout that you would do. Yeah. It, it, it just brought me back to that. It, it looked I was, intimidating. Yeah. It was <laughs> like, I, I
0: thought I was like, ugh. It <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Anissa, this question's for you. I asked, I asked uh, Jessica the same yeah. question last week. I know DDP was before your time as a wrestling fan. Uh, how do you feel seeing him now do you feel like oh this is a cool throwback it's nice to see him in the ring or is it like who is this dude and why is he taking up my wrestling time I
1: was alive when DDP was around
0: didn't you start watching wrestling in 2016 or something (laughs) 1997 or Um, 95 one of those um so, uh, but but how do you feel seeing DDP? Do you like seeing DDP? Yeah,
1: you- I mean, you know, DDP gives us the a lot of, uh, a little more my generation, uh, but obviously a 30-plus generation's uh, throwback, because <laughs> we don't really get to see um, people from the 90s come back and do their thing, and mm-hmm. he can still go, obviously, yeah. I mean you know, i I just wondering how long is this storyline with him and MJF are going to go?
2: I think this, he is such a know? perfect veteran to have involved, especially with someone like MJF. Because mm-hmm. again, I see a lot of just like I see a little bit of Sammy of Jericho and Sammy Guevara, I see parts of DDP in some of these wrestlers as well. Yeah. We said yeah. it before; he was the original People's Champion, and his trajectory mm-hmm. in WCW was like it was very similar to like what we're seeing with a lot of wrestlers nowadays. Like yeah. they build up slowly through crowd reaction, and one day, you know, the Darby Allens and all the other wrestlers they will be our DDPs. Yeah, yeah.
0: DDP was my dad's favorite wrestler. <laughs> uh, fun fact. um <laughs> He just doesn't watch wrestling. That's why I say he was. He's, not like, I he's like, a Randy Orton fan yeah, now. He's, he's, <laughs> he likes that finisher. So uh, I, I thought it was fun to see. I thought it was a great uh, MJF. I thought was amazing in this match in the way he worked with DDP. Uh, fun little name drop. I was watching in this in the back with one Kevin Undergaro. You may have heard of him. His name is on every uh, every show we do and it was fun watching he was a ddp fan as well so it was fun getting yeah. to, to check in and watch that and you know what you know what? i don't know if i should say this i might i might get in trouble i don't know if i should but I'm just, do I'm it. Gonna say it do anyways. it i want kevin undergaro on our show oh i want him to, he's a wrestling fan i want him to join the couch kevin <laughs> kevin undergaro <laughs> i'm calling you out i want you on the couch i want you to join the show for an episode <laughs> I want you to be on the AEW Dynamite After Buzz show, <laughs> Kevin Negaro. Uh,
2: <laughs> this is the last time you'll see me. We don't uh, have a host next week.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> we never saw Jack afterwards. <laughs> uh, um, so uh, that means so uh, yeah I. I loved it, and um, you know, I'm. I think now's a good time to just roll into a lead of the week. What do you guys think?
2: I sure. think it's a great time. Let's Elite do it. Of the week,
0: starting at number five, he's at home on the charts. He's John Moxley. He had a big, big win against Sammy Guevara. He took a little shot to the eye afterwards, but you can't stop the Mox that easy. He's coming back and ready for more. Next up it is the AEW Heavyweight Champion of the World Chris Jericho. Didn't have a match but he showed Moxley what happens when you cross the inner circle. You get a you get a jacket die. You get a coat in your face. Uh, after that we have at number 3 Hangman Adam Page and Kenny Omega. This tag team is just I love to see where it's going. Every time they're out there, I think something's going to happen that's going to make the team dissolve, but no, they keep winning, and I'm loving where they're going. I'm really excited to see how this pans out. Number two. It's the Bastard Pack. (laughs) I get to say it when I talk about him. (laughs) He is just on a roll. He's going into a number one contender's match. He's beating everyone up. The guy has lats like he can do a thousand pull-ups, and he has pecs like he can do a thousand push-ups. He is just... He's, he's, he's on fire. And number one is me. Oh. It's me. It's DDP. Did he win? No. But I like him. <laughs> it's my list. I'm putting him number one and there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> Bang. What is that? <laughs> All right.
2: Four. Of the week. It's Arn Anderson, your honorable mention. Like, what are, what are we doing? What are we
0: doing? How many times in my life at this point am I ever going to get to put DDP on the list again? I have to take the guy is sixty three years
2: old and he's still out there. I thought he looked great. He earned a number one spot. He did. It might be his last number one spot. So enjoy it. <laughs> How do you guys feel about that? Dead on, perfect, bullseye. Hey,
1: it's your list
0: <laughs> that it is, Anisa. I it made is. sure to put Moxley in there. <laughs> <laughs> he did what, <laughs> what, what, what Josh is trying to say is it's pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> pretty, good. <laughs> pretty good. Um so I wanted to go into a few uh predictions before we we end we are going into the rock and rager cut cody cut a promo looking so cool in his miami vice outfit uh and he said he accepts mjf's terms he's gonna get whipped he's gonna face wardlow <laughs> uh and then he's gonna go on to uh to revolution on february yeah. 29th to face mjf uh how do you do you, do you guys see this all going smoothly <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm always down for a good whipping.
0: If, if, if wrestling, if wrestling's proven anything to me, that this will just go off fine. Nothing, no shenanigans <laughs> will happen. Be very straightforward. And Issa, what do you think's going to happen?
1: Um, I believe I saw on on Instagram that it was going to be a cage match. Yeah, with Wardlow. So. With Wardlow, yeah. The what?
0: first ever AEW cage match in history. What
2: kind of cage do you think they're going to use? Oh, that's a great oh, yeah.
0: question. <laughs> Everyone in the chat, what kind of cage <laughs> do you want it to be? I know they can't use it, but I would
2: love for the blue. The blue? Uh, that's the blue. what I'm thinking. Keep that's it old school. That's
1: not really a cage, though.
0: That's like... <laughs> a
2: pin? That's like, <laughs> yeah, that's like a... What if they use a uh, style cage that they did in uh, the original Spider... Well, not the original Spider-Man. with uh, Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire with uh, with, with the, the Macho Man? Man? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's good. bone saw, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: bone saw.
1: <laughs> <laughs> these nerds. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: What? Uh, so yeah, let us know in the chats or in the comments. What, what style
2: cage is your favorite and what you would like to see? Um, well, the question also, what kind of whip do we want? There's a lot of potential here. I, I think you said it was the weight, the, the weight belt oh it's a weight belt
0: maybe not though I don't know maybe that was just me putting things together um, <laughs> but yeah whip. what kind of whip? <laughs> that would be a funny bit am I going through like a, a, you have to pick like his damn times?
1: or maybe the fans bring the weapons
0: <laughs> the fans provide the, the whip that, <laughs> that would not end well uh Joey Janela cut a promo. Uh, I like his promos. He seems like a fun, interesting... (laughs) He's definitely different than all the other characters we're seeing. Uh, Took a few shots at Penelope Ford who nutshotted him. He said that last he said that last year felt like it was one long nutshot for him, but now uh he, I've been there. guys like him are the backbone of AEW and he's going to face Ray Phoenix next week. A lot to unpack there. Uh, and we're running out of time, so real quick Anissa, how are your thoughts on Penelope Ford and Kip Sabian being involved with Joey Janela and them using a little bit of that? It's it's uh, getting
1: very personal. The interactions on Twitter, oh. it's it's ang- it's Are you getting, enjoying
0: it? Do you like the tea getting spilled?
1: I feel a little bad for <laughs> Joey Janela.
0: But will you feel good when you get when he gets his hands on yeah. Kip? Yeah,
1: because, n- never mind. It's yeah.
0: like the Matt Hardy
2: situation. Uh, All right.
0: How do you feel about him calling, uh, Roger, him calling himself the backbone, guys like himself the backbone of AEW? Does he have a
2: point? No. But if you want to call yourself that, if it makes you feel better, go for it, Joey. Okay. Phoenix <laughs> versus Joey who wins. <laughs>
1: I feel that uh, uh, Kip and Penelope is going
2: to interfere. I agree. I'm going with that.
0: Perfect. And then last of all was another really cool Dark Order promo with them talking (laughs) about their recruiting efforts and how they're specifically (laughs) targeting the elite. Uh, Michael Nakazawa was recruit number one, it sounded like, as well as guys like Omega and Cutler. Are we going to see any of these guys actually join?
1: I feel... I I have to say this. I feel Matt Hardy is a part of this.
0: That's I, yeah. I see what's going around on the because uh, if you really interwebs. if you
1: really think about it and know the history of this, I this is totally Matt Hardy TNA gimmick everything. And if Matt Hardy is the one behind this going after the Young Bucks and the Elite, you have to remember before they the Matt Hardy and Jeff Hardy went to WrestleMania did this surprise appearance the night before they wrestled the Young Bucks for. I believe the Ring of Honor ah, tag yeah, yeah, yeah. title so mm-hmm. as a ladder match so I think in it, my opinion it's all connected, it's, it's all connected it's all in one and it's Matt Hardy
0: and then uh, real quick uh, Roger are they going to recruit any elite guys no, no never it's never going to work they're no. not going to get Nakazawa no. or Cutler who don't do that like... to me no okay <laughs> uh, cool well we, uh, that, that about does it for us we're out of time so Roger why don't you go ahead and let all of our amazing listeners and viewers know where they can find you online
2: you got it you can find me on Twitter Roger underscore Corral
1: and you can follow me on all social media at any spot.
0: And Josh Alonzo in the booth. You
2: guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at J O A L 323.
0: And make sure to check out Jessica O'Connor online as well. You can find me at jackcfarmer.com as well as at realjackfarmer across all social media. You can also check me out on the Raw After Show every Monday night at 9 p.m. Pacific here on AfterBuzz TV. And huge announcement we are starting to do a weekly AEW social media skim show where we're going to go ahead and package up all of the AEW social media media news for you in a small bite-sized bit and guess what i'm gonna go record it right after this it starts this week folks so (laughs) be on the lookout for that follow after buzz tv on social media to get all that information josh alonzo is gonna be there you should too we'll see you there until next time everyone do your best and be yourself
1: our founder kevin undergaro and me maria menounos would like to thank you for tuning in to after buzz tv